Hello there, and welcome to a ghost's guide to Halloween. Because who better to unveil the mysteries of the spooky season than actual spooks? You've arrived at Mystery Manor, a large and looming mansion covered in creeping ivy and full of secret staircases and hidden hallways. What route did you take? Ah, you went through the winding woods. A good shortcut, if a little infested with goblins. If you see a dim light shining through the downstairs windows of the grand old home, that's because Granny Ghost and her grand ghost, Gretchen, have settled into two comfy armchairs in the great hall in front of a roaring fire. With their black cat, Rufus, as Granny tells them all about our Halloween traditions, old and new. superstitions of the spooky season. Back in medieval times, it was even believed that black cats were the symbol of the devil. Meow. I take that personally. They are also associated with witchcraft. So can you do magic, Rufus? I can make a bowl of cream disappear in under ten seconds. That's different. That's just greed. In olden times, Rufus might have been thought of as a witch's familiar, an animal companion, or even a guide to help them cast magical spells and brew potions. See, I am useful after all. You know you actually have to do something to be useful. Technically, lying in front of the fire is doing something. Now fetch me some cream, or I'll put a spell on you. Some superstitions say that a jet black cat crossing your path is bad luck. Only if I'm trying to steal your cream. While some cultures believe a black cat crossing your path brings good fortune. Definitely not. I'm probably trying to steal your cream. In ancient Egypt, Rufus's resemblance to the cat goddess Basset would have made him a most revered animal indeed. He would have been spoiled rotten, fed the best of food and given the finest of jewels to adorn his silky black fur. My greatest curse is that I was born thousands of years too late and that I can't open the fridge door by myself. Well, today, Rufus, you are a Nikon of Halloween, and your image will be spotted across spooky decorations all over the world. The spirit of the season. Ah, 
You're a Halloween hero after all. Ah, oh, shucks. You're making me blush. Now go get me some cream. I only have nine lives. I can't waste any more of them waiting around for bad service. <laughs> Ghost, why do we see so much orange and black around the place at home? Well, Gretchen, apart from complimenting my skin tone... Do ghosts have skin? Hush you. Well, apart from that, those colours are very traditional for this time of year. And the reasons for that go back a long way. How far back, Granny? Oh, thousands of years. Long before you or even I started haunting this house. And long before Rufus was born, a teeny little suit black kitten. I was never a kitten. I was born a sleek, mean, mouse-hunting machine, a specimen of perfect agility and hunting prowess. I remember you as a tiny little thing. Before you even learned to use the litter box properly. Yes, you were a devil for that. Stank the place out frightfully. Moving on, uh, what were you saying about colours? And then we thought we'd have to get your little nappies until you learnt. Um, anyway, the, the colour orange? Ah, yes. Well, we see the colour orange all around us in nature this time of year. The leaves change from green to gold and brown and the whole landscape seems to turn. Orange! Yes, it's thought that we take our inspiration for today's Halloween decorations from the orange that we see all around us and also from the magnificent leaping flames of the bonfires that were lit in ancient times to ward off mischievous spirits. I think I go to school with a few of those. Always getting detention for appearing out of thin air. And scaring the pants off the teachers. (laughs) (laughs) And what about the colour of black, Granny? Well, apart from being a very flattering tone to wear to a formal dinner dance, black can be a colour we associate with death. It can represent the death of the summer plants and flowers as we head into the darker days of winter, and it made people think of their loved ones who had passed on. Halloween is said to be the time where the veil between the worlds of the living and the dead is thinnest. After all, orange and black. It's a great combo. Like the time we dressed Rufus up as a pumpkin for the big day. How humiliating. A cat is not a gourd. Did you know a pumpkin is classed as a fruit and not a vegetable? I don't care what it's classed as. I'm a cat and I'm not participating.
do we celebrate Halloween anyway? Mmm, this pumpkin spice brew is delicious. Oh, good. I got it especially for the season from Wilhelmina, the witch in the Crooked Cottage Cafe. Brewed under a full moon for extra flavor. Uh, was Wilbur the werewolf working behind the counter by any chance? <laughs> I think someone's got a little crush. Yes. I mean, no. I mean, he's just a nice half-human with a winning smile and a charming personality. <laughs> and fleas. Purr. I'm surprised you didn't have to pay extra for them when they jump off his back into your pumpkin pie. I never much cared for dogs and their descendants. They can't even use a litter box. Well, technically, neither could you until you were two. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Yes, far too old to be leaving nasty little surprises all around Mystery Manor. Uh, Anyway, what was that you were saying about Halloween? (laughs) Yes, Granny. Why do we celebrate Halloween? Well, the history of Halloween goes back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts celebrated their new year on November the 1st. Samhain marked the end of the bright days of summer and the beginning of the darker nights of winter. Oh, I love the darker nights. All the better for haunting. Indeed, but ghosts weren't always welcome guests with the living. The Celts believed that Samhain was the time when the spirits would come back and roam amongst them, wreaking havoc. They built large, leaping bonfires to ward off any spirits and bad intentions that might, for example, ruin their crops. But I don't want to ruin any crops. No. Well, you have excellent manners. And I actually like a roaring fire. Toasty. Some people would even wear costumes to trick the spirits into thinking they were more ferocious than a mere human in the hopes that otherworldly trouble would stay away from their door. I think I can tell the difference between a real werewolf and a fake costume. Werewolves again, is it? I think somebody's got it bad for a particular barking barista. On the subject of Halloween, we might need to stock up on more pumpkin spice brew. I could casually drop by the Crooked Cottage Cafe and pick some up. Yes, a full-blown creepy crush, all right. You might even get to play fetch on your first date. Stop! Well, maybe. Well, Halloween and its traditions have come a long way since ancient times. But the spirit of the season remains strong and distinctly spooky. Just the way we like it.
Bunny, is it true that Halloween has many romantic traditions as well as spooky ones? I hope this isn't about that werewolf in the cafe again. Look, Wilbur's just a nice happy human with a winning smile and a... Charming personality. Oh yes, we've heard all about his charming personality. I just hope he's house trained. Well, he's got to be better than you were for the first two years of your life. Uh, Swiftly changing the subject, what were you saying about romantic traditions? Yes, my dears. Valentine's Day isn't the only time of the year where love is all around. Did you know that some of our Halloween games have romantic roots? Like what, Granny? Well, bobbing for apples wasn't purely for fun when it first began. It was believed that the first person to sink their teeth into a floating fruit would be the next of the party to marry. And if a girl placed the apple she had bitten under her pillow, she would dream of her true love. Well, did you dream of Grandad Ghost, Granny? I think so. Either him or Marshmallows, one or the other. In some parts, there was a custom of writing a name of a young man onto the apples in the basin of water. And if a young lady bit into that apple, it was said that fortune favoured their match. Well, I think I'll stick to online dating. At least that way I don't have to get my fur wet. Another tradition involved a young woman peeing an apple in one long strip and throwing the skin over her shoulder. If it landed in the shape of a letter, her future husband's name would begin with that very letter. Of course, there are many versions of the games and many ways to play. So what about Barnbrack? Rubus nearly choked on the ring last year when he was gobbling it down. Yes, I specifically remember telling him to wait until it was cut first and not dive head first into our brack. Not my fault. Who puts a ring in a cake anyway? A literal recipe for disaster. A barn brack is a sweet, fruity bread that we hide a little trinket in, usually a ring. Whoever chooses the piece with the ring in it is said to be the next in line to be married. See, I'm not greedy. I'm just irresistible to the ladies. Uh, I don't think it counts if you cough it back up in the hairball. <laughs> well, there are no specific rules about hairballs that I've ever heard, but those are some of the reasons why there's love in the air at Halloween. Rufus, that's disgusting. Vile feline. Now there's more than just love in the air. I win again. Perfect. Disgusting things. I hate when you carve them. Orange guts and gore everywhere. I have to pull dried in seeds out of my fur for days. 
It's better than finding your hairballs around the mansion. Touché. And for the record, I have no intention of stopping. (laughs) You really are a most incorrigible cat. I take that as a compliment. But then again, I don't know what that means. Well, pumpkin carving didn't start today or yesterday. The tradition of carving a face or a spooky design into a pumpkin goes back a very long way. In fact, pumpkin carving didn't start out as pumpkin carving at all, but rather turnip carving. That doesn't sound very easy. It wasn't. I can't tell you how many manicures I ruined trying to hollow out those wretched things and there definitely weren't any shop-bought carving kits available back then. Oh no. Sometimes we use the term jack-o'-lanterns and this comes from an old Irish tale about a man named Stingy Jack who was a right troublemaker. He was such a top trickster that he managed to hoodwink even the devil himself, on more than one occasion. Very embarrassing for the Lord of Darkness. That's just bad PR. Indeed it was. But the trick was ultimately on Jack. When he died, as many humans do sooner or later, he was too tricksy to be allowed into heaven. But he'd done the devil wrong one too many times to be permitted into hell. So, with no place left to go, he was forced to roam the earth with only a hollowed-out turnip containing a burning coal to light his way. Creepy. And so, inspired by this story, people began carving turnips with Jack's scary face on them and lighting them up at this time of year. Hopefully to scare away evil spirits and keep Jack from their door. As the years went on, some of their descendants emigrated to America, where in place of a finicky little turnip, they found great round orange gourds called... Balloons! Pumpkins! Drat, that was my second guess. And these pumpkins were easier to carve and looked fine and scary lit up on Halloween with a ferocious face to frighten away unwanted spirits. And so a tradition was born. Pumpkins also make delicious pies and soups, don't they? Here we go. She's about to suggest a trip to the Crooked Cottage Cafe again so she can drool over Wilbur the werewolf behind the counter. Well, they really do have the most excellent selection of pumpkin-based hot beverages. And a certain half-human with a winning smile. There's nothing wrong with friendly customer service. Well, I don't see why not. It is the Halloween season after all. And why shouldn't a granny treat her grand ghost to a spooky supper? And her grand cat? Well, as long as he keeps his rude comments to himself. I will, I promise. As long as Fido behind the counter keeps his fleas to himself. Oh, Rufus, you are a terror. (laughs) 
And so, Granny Ghost put out the fire. Tidied away the empty mugs of pumpkin spice brew. Cleaned up a hairball or two. Yuck! And the three of them set off from Mystery Manor through the winding woods to the Crooked Cottage Cafe. You might bump into them on the path if you set off now. Just look out for two translucent figures and one very bold black cat. They may even be carrying a carved-out turnip to light the way. If you see them, tell them I was asking for them. The name's Jack. Jack O'Lantern. Happy Halloween. <laughs>